0: Welcome back, everyone, to the Our Outdoors portion of your weekend. I am your host, Nick Simonson, outdoors writer, with my materials online at newsdakota.com and dakotaedge.com. Great to be with you here. We are pushing our way through January. There's some snow out there, certainly providing challenges for anglers, particularly in the eastern third or half of the state if you will there's certainly that uh, extra push you're going to need or a little bit of walking you might have to do to get out on your favorite lake but opportunities do still abound we are midway through the ice season kind of the middle of meteorological winter and obviously if you drew that line somewhere right down the middle of the state you would see uh, that severe snow gradient so we're looking at some challenges a double-edged sword there some water levels that we need to get bumped up are going to get bumped up but we have that risk of winter kill as we've talked about previously but as for now there are good opportunities to get out there and do some ice fishing because we have so many plentiful prairie lakes that will likely be sustained by those high waters but also threatened by this heavy amount of snow but while you can get out there while the getting's good so many great perch fisheries we've talked about a lot of these small lakes that have been stocked over the past 10 15 20 years that have developed into first name lakes you just had to say the word and folks will be there and there's a lot lot of nice perch to be caught, and one of the big reasons for that is these lakes that are coming online in the last five or ten years are new lakes, and they provide great forage for perch-only fisheries. So if we don't have that two-tier with the walleye and the pike, those perch tend to do extremely well. And there's a lot of science and a lot of fun biology behind all of that, and there are some tips hidden in that biology that will help you find those lakes that could give you a chance to catch some of those true jumbo perch. And for that, we have Greg Power, Fisheries Division Chief for the North Dakota Game and Fish Department, talking perch right after this quick break welcome back to the show everyone we're at midwinter and while some lakes might be a little snowbound there are still some opportunities to get out there in north dakota and one of those primary pursuits through the ice are those big perch those jumbos that are lurking out there in those lakes and for that reason today we have greg power with us he is the fisheries division chief for the north dakota game and fish department greg welcome to the show Hey, glad to be here, Nick. Yeah, super to have you on to talk about this uh, fun time that folks can find this winter out there on the ice. And in general, North Dakota perch do really, really well. I've fished, you know, in central Minnesota and northeastern Minnesota, and you might catch a 9 or a 10-incher, but they just don't have the size. Uh, They get big and they're plentiful in North Dakota, particularly throughout those sloughs in the southeast. Why do they do so well?
1: To understand kind of the perch fish in North Dakota, we probably need to take a step back a couple decades. Perch have really, really benefited from the water on the landscape. Go back to the 1980s again, we had really, we had well less than 200 water bodies in the state. Today we have 450. And likewise, the perch waters, if you go back just 20 years, we're less than 150 perch waters in the state. And today we're over 300. So... There's just a lot more opportunity out there. And all these new lakes are, like you mentioned, they're really prairie wetlands or sloughs. And they do, the perch do very well in there because they, first off, they can reproduce pretty well. There's vegetation, so they get the reproduction taken care of most springs. Also, probably the biggest thing is just that these prairie wetlands, whether it's a perch or a duck, a mallard, it doesn't matter. They're highly, highly productive. They have a lot of food there, desirable food for the perch. And there's been ample growth on these perch in these new lakes.
0: Yeah, so they definitely have that home field advantage, like you said, those great waters. And I think that spreads some pressure out as well. When we look at those fish in those prime waters, what is your expectation from a biology side for their growth in those prime North Dakota lakes? Let's say year to year. What should we see at year one, year year two or year three?
1: Well, that's kind of interesting, too, because we, historically, again, perch in North Dakota really were primarily in the reservoirs. And in these reservoirs, we had poor growth. And in the infamous, there used to be a, a term that is used a lot with stunted perch populations. So we spent a lot of time moving perch all these reservoirs into new waters, but we didn't have many new waters then to move them to. But their growth was poor. Now, these new prairie lakes have uh, excellent growth. You know, that first year, though, they're nothing exceptional. It could be as little as two inches, probably three to four on average. And then, but usually it's years one, two, three, that they take advantage of that invertebrate base in these sloughs and really have that excellent growth. But perch, they're not long-lived. Even in Devil's Lake, even in the heyday of Devil's Lake, an eight-year-old perch is pretty old. They're not like our walleye populations, other species. So usually by years four or five, they're starting to becoming senior citizens pretty quick.
0: At what point would you expect a perch to hit that kind of magic 12-inch mark?
1: Again, it's going to vary uh, you know, upon the lake, but we'll see it in uh, maybe not four, but five years. But they, that's another thing about perch. You cannot really stockpile perch, not like some species that you you limit the take, angler take, harvest from a lake, and you're going to just continually see lots of 12-inch perch. That's not necessarily the case. You have a good year class, works its way through, and again, because they're, they're relatively short-lived, They may those 12-inch perch with or without anglers on that water may only be there well, a couple years, then they're gone.
0: Sure, that makes sense, and folks should take advantage where they can. Talking with Greg Power, Fisheries Division Chief of the North Dakota Game and Fish Department. Greg, is there a genetic component to all this? Do some perch... In different areas of the state or country, just not get as big. When I look at a ten-inch perch that I would catch in northeastern Minnesota, it was very thin, very long, not a lot of meat on either side, just kind of a strip on the back. But when I catch a ten-inch perch in North Dakota, it's it's fairly thick. It's got some meat to it. Is there a different genes or different lines that certain perch do better?
1: I don't think so. I don't at least not in North Dakota. We have not done any any detailed genetic work, but we have moved perch around throughout the state for 50 plus years in fact uh, it'd be interesting but i want to be too surprised if a lot of these fish you catch out in prairie today their are great great grandparents came from blacktail dam north of williston for example because there was a period of 10 or more years we moved a lot of perch out of that small lake i think it's way more about groceries how well they're fed than they are uh, genetic makeup
0: Sure. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the environment there. Uh, what do perch eat that really gets them growing? What is like the forage of choice and, and what should anglers be looking for in a lake where, hey, that lake's going to produce perch because it has item X in it?
1: It's probably more than one's diet out there. Well, they'll eat leeches, they'll eat dragonfly, damselfly, larvae. A lot of these lakes have a whole lot of different critters in there. Uh, stoneflies, mayflies, they're larvae now. And even gamers, freshwater shrimp. And to a small degree, you i got to be careful with this one, fathead minnows. Sometimes the perch if it is a young of the year, fathead minnows. They'll eat on them too, but <clears throat> there's a real challenge though, with minnows and perch. It's something that we've learned through the management biology of these lakes Lakes can get overrun with fathead minnows, and that takes away from the forage for those uh, perch in there. So they got a smorgasbord. That's what's kind of cool. And again, these prairie lakes provide it. They are, that's a gourmet delight out there for many of the perch. You can't really key in on one species necessarily,
0: though. Sure, all of the perch listening right now, their mouths are watering. Uh, When we think about it, uh, some of these prairie lakes where it's just perch, perch are the primary uh, fish species in there, like you said, above maybe fathead minnows. But what in those lakes where pike and walleye are also present, do you see that impacting how big perch can get, or does that kind of change the the population structure of perch in a particular lake where it's two-tiered?
1: Well, it gets... It gets a little bit complicated kind of fast uh, with perch lakes. If you got a new prairie lake that just flooded out, let's say, and had nothing in there for fish, including no fathead minnows, those are the perfect ingredients for you know, a super perch fishery down the road because there's no competition with those fatheads. That's usually not the case. There's usually some fatheads in there, and they start to take over the lake in time. Uh, they'll do better than perch over the long haul. And what we've done with fish management now, especially in the last 10, 15 years, is we've gone into these lakes and introduced walleye. And what the walleye do is they've done a pretty good job of cropping down the fathead minnows and kind of reopens up a little niche there for the perch. So although maybe they're not going to be as abundant as they once were, you'll still see pretty decent numbers of perch in these walleye lakes, but also good size. Pike, that's a different story. Pike, you know, pike are... Quite the predator, and they'll take everything and anything out there. And they do tend to crop down the the top end size of perch. As a general rule, you don't get really good perch populations if there's pike present in that water body.
0: When we look at North Dakota a lot of these prairie perch fisheries are winter access only there's no uh, develop access there's only perch in them so a lot of folks only focus on ice activity and the perch are pretty reliable under the ice all season and all day there's a a good midday bite in a lot of them what makes perch a willing biter on the ice particularly in winter and during the day
1: I think that's the popularity of perch there's lots of perch in some waters There's good quality perch, but you get them. You're exactly right. They'll bite all day, unlike that walleye bite, which tends to be that crepuscular, you know, twilight bite. Perch, you can catch them all day, and and they're fun to catch. So that's just their dynamics of the perch populations, that they're aggressive during the day. If you ever spend a night on a perch lake, it gets pretty slow during the dark. You'll catch a few, but nothing like during the daylight.
0: Yeah, better to fire up the lantern and play some pinochle. Wrapping up here with Greg Power, Fisheries Division Chief, North Dakota Game and Fish Department. Finally, we're coming up on 40 years for the North Dakota State record, which was caught in March 1982. 2 pounds, 15 ounces. Does that record fall anytime soon? If so, when and where?
1: To get that state record size, you're, you're talking over 15, 6, probably for sure 16-inch perch. And we've had some lakes that have had pretty good bites on 14-plus-inch perch. You know, there might have been hundreds of them taking all the a given lake, and we still haven't seen that record fall. We're we're pushing that, you know, that 2 and a half pound range. That's been fairly common. There's been lakes that have been producing that type of fish now for 15 years, and at one time everybody thought it'd be Devil's Lake, but it could be a prairie paho. Personally, there's a lake down, I wish it, called Green Lake. Someday I think the state record could come from that lake. It's not a high-density population of perch. There aren't a lot of perch in there. But the top end in that lake tend to be really big perch. Um, it does winter kill. That's a weird thing on that one is it does winter kill. Every five or so years, it's, you, you reset everything. But it does put out some big perch on the top end. So who knows? I mean, the good news is, again, we got 300 waters out there. There's probably 30 to 50 of those waters that have perched certainly in that 14-inch range. So there's a possibility in, in probably 20 different counties in North Dakota right now.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. I can hear people packing up their augers and flipping up their sheds and getting them into their trucks and ready to head out there. Greg, we thank you so much for the insight on this incredible fishing that we are sitting in the middle of here in this time. Thank you for the work that you do to keep it going and most importantly, thanks so much for being on the show. You bet, Nick. So some great information there from Greg. Grab your rods, find those lakes, get out there and get after those awesome perch opportunities we have in North Dakota. And if you do, I'll see you in our outdoors.